1: listening to earth oddity a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet earth has to offer and now serving it up are christopher tiny sullivan and john long welcome everybody to another episode of earth oddity podcast i'm tiny sitting across from me is my best friend john long what's up Together, we are the bad boys of Southern evangelical humor, the unauthorized, the unofficial, and the unwanted voices of Southern Baptists across the nation. We thank you for joining us.
0: (laughs) Yes, we are glad you are here with us for another episode. Got some really great and interesting stories this week. We do. Got a guy who died trying to propose to his wife. Went in on this last week. So. You try.
1: You tried to warn him.
0: That's right. Yeah, he did not listen. That's why everyone <laughs> needs to share this episode, these episodes with other people. I'm trying to save people's lives. <laughs> yes, I mean, it's a service to the community. Really, is what we do. <laughs> well, how was your week? Um, not great, but not horrible. Okay. Had two days of meetings in the middle of, or I had to like present, mm-hmm. and uh, so that was a little interesting. I, I didn't have a ton of time to prepare for it, but. I didn't have to travel as much last week, so that's good. Okay, yeah, got to go to the football game. By the awesome. way, miserable, hundred percent miserable. <laughs> it was so hot. They had concrete stands, you know. Yeah, and literally like five minutes after sitting down, I was like, my butt is cooking. Like it was like radiating.
1: We won though.
0: Well, who no. I'm not talking about the Bama game, I'm oh. talking about Thomas's middle school game. Oh, yeah, no, they got destroyed. <laughs> Never mind, <laughs> he got the pants beat off of them, but yeah, I didn't go to the Bama game yesterday. Did you find out who the lady was that no, she wasn't at the gate because I wasn't going to be like, Hey, I'm getting in this week and like, you know, <laughs> let her know what was up, but she wasn't there. As two other ladies, so huh. I imagine they rotate her. through the teachers No, yeah, I didn't to. want to bring up I'm not trying to get anybody in trouble Or anything, you know I just uh, John I John the Merciful assume, Yeah, I would just as soon be mad at her In my mind for forever <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it, it was an alright week How was yours? It was pretty good. We went to the Space and Rocket Center in Huntsville. Oh, nice. Eli nice. decided
1: to wear his, uh, he's going to be an astronaut for Fall Festival this year. Okay, cool. Any new listeners, Baptist, we don't have Halloween. No, we have yeah. Fall Festival. Straight Fall it's Festival.
0: Totally different. <laughs> right. It's kids dress up in <laughs> costumes, they get candy. It just happens in the church parking lot. Yes. So, uh, and in the gym. So. Right. It's definitely not Halloween.
1: But he decided to wear his astronaut costume to okay. the Space and Rocket Center. Which...
0: So you bought all in on the globe Earth now. <laughs> you went to Propaganda Central for it, right? I did
1: find myself thinking the links that these people will go to. Right, just to, to convince you. <laughs> to convince people that the world is, That's right. is round. That's right. Because we all know it really, it's really a, a cube shape.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. It's pretty impressive, though. I love the Space and Rocket It's really Center. cool. For it's everybody really who neat. doesn't know, we built the Saturn I mean, us Alabamians. Yes. I know you listen to us, you don't think we're capable of anything. But we built the Saturn V rocket that took us to the moon we here did. in Huntsville, Alabama. And that's where all the research went to it. That's where Dr. Von Braun came, you know, I mean, it may or may or not have been a Nazi. I was just fix the <laughs> There was
1: I mean there's a lot of Werner von right. Braun stuff there. Yeah. And there's like a big exhibit that's coming. Yeah. And I like leaned over to my wife and I was like By the way, you know he was a Nazi, right? (laughs) And
0: right as I said that, this lady
1: walks up, like, you know, like there, and she's like, Can I help you find something? I think
0: it's wild, though. Like, out of all the places they could have sent, the Nazi was to Alabama. (laughs) You're like, Oh, no, he'll feel comfortable down there. He'll be fine.
1: (laughs) Punishment fits the
0: crime. (laughs) You'll find plenty of people that'll talk to him. He's good. He's good. Yeah, but I love the space at Rocket Center. I'm glad you had fun, man. Yeah, yeah. It was a, that's a good trip, you know. Uh, if anybody's around, you know, it's just off I-65 when you come into Alabama up in Huntsville, right? Right, yeah, it's just off I-65 because mm-hmm. they have that big— uh rest area up there that has a rocket.
1: They do, yes. That's yeah, right. Which
0: I always used to tell my kid that was a space and rocket center when <laughs> we were like going on vacation.
1: <laughs> this a... is where
0: we stop and pee <laughs> yeah. and look at the rocket. <laughs> they launched it from here, buddy. <laughs> and they got the the Coke machines right yeah. over there. Right, yeah. Just yeah, you underneath the get booster, your, the you get your snacks and everything. <laughs> yes. Well you want me to kick it off this week? Yeah, yeah, sure go ahead. All right. Well speaking of kickoff, let's talk about Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown has been in the news a lot here lately. Yes, he For those who don't know, he uh, was an all-pro wide receiver, probably one of the better wide receivers in the league, um, requested to be released, basically talked himself into a trade. He acted like a free agent from Pittsburgh. They traded him to Buffalo. He was in Buffalo for like two seconds before. They were like, we can't deal with this dude, and he refused to play for Buffalo. Mm-hmm. And so they traded him to Oakland, the Raiders. Right? Who know? The Raiders are moving to Vegas. I don't even know. And uh, he missed most, if not all, of training camp with his feet that got burned in a cryogenic therapy (laughs) thing. And he didn't wear the right shoes in it. (laughs) Yeah. And also his helmet, there was a whole big controversy. And then at the end of the training camp, he got in a fight with the GM, called the GM a cracker, by the way. (laughs) Okay. Uh, And so they released him. And then, of course, the New England Patriots do what the New England Patriots do, and they signed him. And um, right after that happened, he had, like, some sexual assault allegations come out, and this allegation that's here in this story, which...
1: And this is the worst of the worst right here.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, brace yourself. (laughs) A Pittsburgh doctor claims Antonio Brown repeatedly farted in his face... (laughs) And owes him (laughs) $11,500. A Pittsburgh-area doctor is the latest to file a lawsuit against former Steelers wide receiver Antonio Brown. Monroeville's Dr. Victor Prisk has filed a lawsuit in Pennsylvania claiming that Brown owes him $11,500 in unpaid fees. And not only that... (laughs) According to the New York Post, the doctor claims Brown repeatedly farted in his face and laughed about it during a consultation where he showed up three hours late, which maybe took a hot air balloon to it because when he showed up to the Raiders training camp, he showed up in a hot air balloon. (laughs) <laughs> because why would you not? Um, Dr. Priss said he was wary of signing Brown because of his flighty reputation for not paying bills. TMZ even attained a video of an appointment in August mm-hmm. where Brown could be heard farting and laughing about it as Priss tests his body fat. Wow. Precious video, by the way. <laughs> It just seems childish to me, Pris told the Sports Illustrated. I'm a doctor, and this man is farting in my face. Pris runs Prisk Orthopedics and Wellness in Monroeville, and he filed the suit earlier this month. The new allegations are part of a Sports Illustrated report in which another woman accused Brown of sexual misconduct in 2017. Now, depending on which side of the story you are, uh, which I, I don't know who is an Antonio Brown fan anymore. He's apparently pissed everyone off <laughs> yes. in the league. But some people are saying this lady's trying to extort money from him. Right. All right. Now, he sent some texts this week threatening this lady and her kid, which is why the Patriots released him. He played and her one, kid? Yeah. And What'd one, he do? I don't know. He played one game for the Patriots, caught a touchdown, and then they released him. So uh, it says, anyways, the first accusations came days after the wide receiver was released from Oakland and signed with the Patriots. His former trainer filed a federal lawsuit against Brown, accusing him of three separate accounts of sexual assault and rape. The Sports Illustrated report details the story of an anonymous woman who claimed she was hired by Brown to paint a mural of him in his Pittsburgh home. And according to the report, Brown flirted with her and made her uncomfortable before the atmosphere curdled. Hmm. Um, the woman told Sports Illustrated that she was kneeling and painting when she turned around and Brown was standing behind her Naked. Holding a small hand towel, bad look. Bad look to hold a small hand towel over his over his private parts. So that's all this says. Now the bulk of this story, a really bad look. You got to go with a big towel, no matter what. Uh, the crux of this story, though, is that he was farting in this doctor's face <laughs> yes. and allowed it to be recorded too. You know, and he owes the doctor money. Now Antonio Brown did come out. And showed some text messages between him and the doctor because if you didn't know Antonio Brown's very active on social media. <laughs> yes. Uh, where him and the doctor seemed to be laughing about it, and they were all buddy buddy or something. Uh-huh. But uh, I'm sure the doctors more or less going, "Hey, I need my money, dude." Yeah, like you know? I
1: can. This is hilarious. As long yeah. as you're signing that yeah, check, yeah. As long
0: as you're sending me a check, we're all <laughs> we're still good.
1: But when I don't get paid, yeah, this isn't funny anymore. Not
0: money at all. Yeah, so Antonio Brown has cost himself untold millions of dollars this past week, uh really this past month. And
1: he's been he's been cut for good now, right?
0: Yeah. And he actually came out this morning, I saw it before we were going to church on his little Twitter, which still no one else has found me on Twitter, <laughs> and said that he didn't think he would play in the NFL or he was done playing in the NFL probably cuz no one wants to I was about sign they
1: probably because yeah. nobody wants to hire
0: him and he wants his all his money cuz he's like these people aren't giving me the money I deserve uh-huh. but he signed a contract that basically gave the patriots the power to cut him whenever without any repercussions and only paid him what he was owed for his basically time mm-hmm. served
1: and now they are executing that call their their <laughs> yeah, right, right to do so yes.
0: because he went in on if <laughs> i don't want to go too far the Patriots owner, Robert Kraft, back probably fall of last year, spring of this year, I don't remember the exact time, same time frame, he got called in a quote-unquote massage parlor. Mm-hmm. And uh, he made some, al- Antonio Brown made some uh, allegation, or he alluded to that fact in several of these tweets, which and so another reporter said, once he did that, Robert Kraft was like, I'll never okay. pay him a cent, no <laughs> yes. matter what the court says. So... <laughs> He's really – he doubled down on being stupid. Uh. So, yeah, it's pretty wild. If you're not into sports, you may not think any of this is interesting outside of a guy farting in a doctor's face that Mm -hmm. he owes $11,500 to, which is a wild move, by the way. (laughs) Wild move. I
1: mean, it's just – you know, you always have the right to remain silent.
0: Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: not just when you're under arrest. Right.
0: Yeah, you don't have to.
1: And I tell my son, my what is it about people? They just want to talk. They just
0: yeah. can't shut up. My oldest is like you know? that. He he. My oldest cannot. He cannot just not get in an argument. You know, like <laughs> the other night, his mom was hollering to him about something. You know, not hollering. Dieter doesn't really holler, but she right. was upset. Like he didn't put up his clothes or whatever it was. Well, he kept coming back with reasons why he didn't. And Oh, well Hudson did this and Libby did this, you know? And if you just say, I'm sorry I'll do it right yeah, now. Right. Yes. It'll
1: be over with. Yeah,
0: it's over with. The <laughs> hollering part's over with. You spend ten minutes putting up your clothes and everybody's happy. Yeah. And that was a point I made to him. I was like, because now I gotta go downstairs and deal with the pissed off wife. You know. <laughs> right. And I had nothing to do with this. You know. <laughs> I was in a wholly different part of the house and this went on. And now I gotta go downstairs and listen to her rant for about the next twenty minutes while because we're trying somehow, to Because somehow This is my fault. Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> this is I didn't do a good enough job somewhere along the line. This yes. is now my fault. And I'm like, look, man, you just sometimes you just gotta take the loss and go on, you know? Right. And the fact that Antonio Brown has no friends apparently mm-hmm. that will tell him, you know, hey buddy, put your phone down. You know, yeah. quit tweeting all this stuff out. Hey, quit you know posting what? text messages. Run and out stuff. there
1: and catch the ball. Yeah, right. And it'd, maybe do a little dance. Yeah. And and that's all. Yeah.
0: It be. A millionaire, yes. Yeah? Don't say like anything else. You yeah. can
1: fart around your
0: buddies, but you yeah. know, pay your bills, right? Probably catch the ball. Lay off the sexual assault. <laughs> yes. You know, want to want to steer away from that too. Yeah, but apparently he doesn't have any friends. And the one of the funny things about him talking about how he's owed all this guaranteed money mm-hmm. is that uh, when he got released from the. Raiders, he posted this video of him like running around his yard, hollering and screaming about how happy he was. They let him go and he like called his grandma and he's like, Grandma, I'm free. I'm free, grandma. I'm free. And now he's like, I need to, I need my money, guys. You know, <laughs> like, like, like what an idiot. It's so funny.
1: Well, you know what? He should just come back and he should post like an apology video. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> you know? Yes. Well, and part of all that uh, weird part where he was getting cut from the, uh, Raiders, he posted a video that had a phone call recording between him and John Gruden, the coach of the Raiders in it, where the Raider, uh-huh. you know, he was like, hey, we just need you to come back and play football. You know, we want you to be a member of the team and all that, you know, and you're like, hey, man, you posted a private conversation <laughs> on your Instagram page or whatever it was on. Yeah, you know, It's very wild, wild. And then he called Mike Mayock a cracker and everybody went nuts about that uh. because anytime white people have a chance to be like... Oh, you're using a racial slur. (laughs) People go crazy. Which, just my general advice for Antonio, I know you're a big listener to the show, honky's a much better word to use. You know? I love the word honky, you know? You know
1: what? I'll be honest. I've kind of, I'm over it. You know, people can call me what they want to call me. Right, yeah. But uh, just, my advice is just, I mean, well, I mean, I can't do anything now, but just pay your bills and catch the ball.
0: Yeah, right. That's all you got to do. Right, yeah. Yeah, but oh, uh, everybody was outraged over him. They're like, "Well, what if you flip the roles and it was a white player calling a you know a black GM that?" And people were like, "Well, uh, Riley Cooper, who played at Florida, by the way, <laughs> you know, called some people that the N word, and he stayed in the league for like another six years after it happened." <laughs> so I mean, it was like really, but you know, anytime you're a certain group of white people get a chance to be like, "Oh my goodness, yes, yeah, all right," and that went on all too. <laughs> All of this has been your sports update from, from Earth <laughs> Oddity, for those of you who care nothing about sports. And I would just say, if you didn't bet the Colts this week, too bad for you. It was a good <laughs> week to bet because I was watching that game before I fell asleep today.
1: Well, John, I tell you what, this was a very disappointing week in a lot of ways, and one of them was the Area 51 raid, complete dud.
0: <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I know. I was expecting that we were going to find out all the secrets.
1: Biggest disappointment of 2019. Oh. Storm Area 51. Hundreds of people gather at U.S. military base to see them aliens. Now, I want to point out hundreds.
0: Hundreds showed up.
1: Two? Well, I think it was actually 200, so you can technically say hundreds. Okay. But. 2 million were supposed to be there.
0: A lot of people said they were going on <laughs> yes. Facebook. Which anybody who's ever had a band before knows how that works, right? That's true. Yeah.
1: Anyway. Fears that thousands of alien hunters could attempt to storm Area 51 after responding to a viral Facebook event have proved unfounded with fewer than 200 people turning up at the gates of the secretive U.S. military base. Okay, Most left peacefully after heated warnings from police, although authorities said that two people were arrested at the perimeter of the remote facility in Nevada. It was a far cry from the millions who signed up to Storm Area 51, which was a joke Facebook event. We can say that now because it turns out... Yeah, it's totally a joke. Right, yeah,
0: definitely a joke.
1: <laughs> which suggested attendees all meet up to see them aliens at the base which conspiracy theorists claim holds evidence of extraterrestrials. The event page was later shut down following condemnation from American authorities and locals who feared a disaster if huge crowds descended in on the harsh desert area where internet, phone signal, and credit card facilities are scarce. But the invitation nonetheless spawned alien-themed festivals in the tiny Nevada town of Rachel, and is that a
0: Heiko Oh, sure. Maybe? Yeah, no, it's definitely it. A-
1: Nearest the military site. Lincoln County Sheriff Carrie Lee estimated that about, about 1,500 people had gathered at the festival sites and said that more than 150 people made the rugged trip several additional miles on bone-rattling dirt roads to get within selfie distance of the gates. Selfie distance. Selfie distance. <laughs> Another group of about forty people gathered at a different gate in the Armagosa Valley. So they didn't get the they didn't get the right email. <laughs> they, get,
0: they just stopped at the first one they saw. <laughs>
1: they showed up, where's everybody at? <laughs> The military had issued stern warnings that lethal force could be used if people entered the Nevada test and training range.
0: Because you can't see the aliens. They don't want you to see the
1: aliens. (laughs) And local and state officials said that arrest would be made if people tried. Also, last week, like before this event, I think there were two Dutch YouTubers that got arrested trying to sneak into the the facility. I
0: saw that. Yeah. Yeah. I also saw a news reporter doing a report and a guy like... Uh,
1: <laughs> Naruto run yeah, behind, runs him behind him. Behind him. Yes. Yeah, he
0: runs behind It's pretty awesome. Uh,
1: the sheriff said that it's public land and they're allowed to go up to the gate as long as they don't cross the boundary. A okay. music group called Wiley Savage erected a stage on Thursday near the Little Ailey Inn in Rachel and began playing after dark for several hundred campers who braved overnight temperatures of about 7 degrees Celsius. Okay. Uh, don't know what that is.
0: Um, well, zero degrees is 32 so, degrees Fahrenheit, so it was probably about terrible. 40 degrees, I would imagine. Cold, but not... Yeah, not horrible. You're not harsh. Yeah. I've camped in way worse. Well, anyway, so basically... Which, hey, send some of that cold weather over here. You know? <laughs> I know. Let's just talk about that for a minute. We've had some record-breaking yeah. oh, horrible.
1: Uh, temperatures in September this year.
0: It only got up to like 87 yesterday, though, and it was like everyone felt it was wintertime around here, you know. Mm
1: -hmm. Check this out. Daniel Martinez, who is 31, a Pokemon collectible card dealer. It's the
0: problem with Pokemon (laughs) stuff, I've told (laughs) y'all.
1: From Pomona, California, was among those who were dancing in the makeshift festival grounds. Okay, Here's a big open space for people to be, he said. One person starts something and it infects everybody with positivity. Oh, yeah. Anything can happen if you give people a place to be.
0: That's right.
1: Not exactly storming.
0: The gates don't there. see too many. I hadn't heard of any baseball card collectors <laughs> that are at the storm area 51. Event. Are there
1: any baseball card collectors anymore? Sure,
0: they're all like 40 year old men <laughs> like myself. Say, they're not. Yeah. I mean, no. I remember when I was a kid,
1: dude, baseball cards was where okay. it was at. There was like five or six baseball card shops, yep, in the area. Yep. All that's over with,
0: yeah. Well. When everybody got in it and the prices started tanking, people were like, ah, oh, I guess I'm out now. But you, there's still a market for baseball cards.
1: My dad, he's got a huge collection somewhere.
0: He should talk so. to my dad because my dad has a huge collection, too. Does he
1: have y'all's collection? Well,
0: yeah, hours together. Yeah. He ever so often goes through them and takes the ones that are more expensive out, puts them in the safe deposit box. Oh, so wow. one day I'll have uh, <laughs> my card collection back. Maybe. Maybe,
1: yeah. <laughs> well, anyway. I guess, you know... A couple hundred people showed up to the gate, and then what about 1,500 people showed up in town. Yeah. So, like, not even the people who showed up in town were willing to go out there to the gate yeah, and, <laughs> and chant, clap them cheeks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to me, the greatest thing about it all is probably they moved the U- the Army or Air Force or whoever— Probably moved a lot of resources over to Area 51 <laughs> just in case a couple million people yeah. showed up uh, to be ready to kill all of us. So. Yeah. But then it just turned out being a, the, like, super nerds yeah. who showed up out there.
1: Well, I have something I would like to say to all those people who showed up, and it's just it's- –
0: yeah i should have went ahead and tried to get in what y'all chicken yeah come on well i mean (laughs) i wouldn't think the the pokemon collector is the bravest sect of people
1: oh no no i saw the memes i thought y'all were gonna clap them cheeks what happened
0: (laughs) i don't know we had a few people in our group who said they were going and just never did (laughs) yeah shout out to david yeah <laughs> he, he did put a good photoshop up of himself he did. and i said i was a little disappointed game day wasn't at area 51 you know <laughs> that would have been an that excellent would have been epic. yeah right that would have been epic if they could have done that man you know they could set out outside the gate and all that and have everybody behind them with they could have had and...
1: dan Aykroyd be their celebrity oh guest picker <laughs> yeah picker. that's right
0: that's right which shout out to pittsburgh who beat the uh, reigning two-time national champ, University of Central Florida, this uh, this uh, week mm-hmm. here, this past Saturday. Shout out to them, and all the Pitt fans were huge in Pittsburgh. People love us. <laughs> That's why we let off with an Antonio Brown story. Well, Tiny, let's move on here. Let's do it to something that I spent a little time last week talking about, and that is how lame it is that people go crazy with their proposals nowadays. Mm-hmm. Now I don't think we heard from any of our female listeners. Like I asked about (laughs) why would they rather their guy just do a normal proposal or not? But this guy definitely, definitely did not listen to our show. And the headline reads: This is from BuzzFeed News. A man died while diving underwater to propose to his girlfriend. Oh man, sad story.
1: Could this have been prevented?
0: Definitely could have. Hundred percent preventable. (laughs) Let's find out how this happened. A man died while diving underwater to propose to his girlfriend at a resort off the coast of Tanzania, which didn't know there were resorts in Tanzania. Of course, I did think Auckland was a country that I'd never heard (laughs) of, too.
1: Geography is not American strong suit. (laughs) No,
0: no. There's a reason they make the our country really big on every map. That's all we ever study. (laughs) We'll know some state capitals and stuff, but that's it. We don't know anything about anybody else's country.
1: We have what a 200 year history, basically. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what we teach. That's, that's what we what learn in history. That's all we learn. <laughs> Study that 200 that's years. Right.
0: Everything that happened before that like is 1776 inconsequential.
1: 1776 till now. That's right. <laughs> that's what we learn.
0: Uh, the couple would travel from Louisiana on, and on Thursday we're staying in the luxury Manta Resort, which is famous for for its floating accommodations that include underwater rooms.
1: I bet that would be cool.
0: Yeah. Kenesha Antone wrote on Facebook, because that's where you go to mourn, that she was in the underwater room when her boyfriend, Stephen Weber, tapped on the glass with a message and a ring. Mm -hmm. I can't hold my breath long enough to tell you everything I love about you, but everything I love about you, I love more every day, he said in a note pressed against the glass. Will you please be my wife? Marry me. Okay. Antoine said that Webber didn't make it out of the water, and he never got to hear her say yes. Oh, no. Yeah, very tragic. She's got pictures of, of like, the notes and all that under there. You have to check the show notes, people.
1: So, what, he swam down there
0: mm-hmm. to put this note against the glass. But right.
1: Like, why did he, did he just not have enough air?
0: Well, it says, We never got to embrace and celebrate the beginning of the rest of our lives together as the best day of our lives turned into the worst in the cruelest twist of fate imaginable, Antoine said. I will try to take solace in the fact that we enjoyed the most amazing bucket list experiences these past few days and that we were both so happy and absolutely giddy with excitement in our final moments together. A spokesman for the State Department said it was aware of the death and uh, was prepared to assist if necessary. We offer our sincerest condolences to the family on their loss. The CEO of the resort said, uh, well, he didn't immediately respond to questions, but uh, he did release a statement saying "Everyone is shaken to the core." In, the vid- in the, like her post, she shared a video of it, because why would you not video it? <laughs> oh no. And uh, which is now yeah.
1: I mean, it's, it's basically a, a snuff film. Right. <laughs> yes. I mean, right. it could be on faces of death now,
0: but apparently, it doesn't really say what happened. Like how he drowned. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say like if a shark ate him or what. You know, just I says would he imagine died. he maybe was trying to get back up, got hung underneath the, res- you know, like the room or oh, whatever, no. and probably couldn't make it out before he ran out of breath. Oh, That's man. my speculation. But let this be a lesson to you, young men out there. If the guy would have just gotten on his knees and said all this to her to her face, it would have meant exactly the same amount, and he would have been alive.
1: Would she have said yes if he did? If he didn't do any of this, I think other she stuff? would have. She sounds like
0: she loves him. <laughs> yes, she says. I know that wherever in the universe Stephen spirits now resides, I can give her a clue on <laughs> one of the other. It's really, only a couple of different places. Uh, that is exactly what he's doing: giving love and spreading joy and laughter. And knowing him, always quick with an off-color joke. He's probably entertaining someone with a story about how he royally screwed up that proposal (laughs) proposal, (laughs) and died while being extra.
1: Okay. Can we laugh at that? Because she made a very funny joke. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So just be aware, young man. Don't go to these links to ask your woman to marry you.
1: Well, here's my question. Does the resort, do they have scuba gear? Possibly, because he probably could have just plunked down fifty bucks.
0: Well, you know, and and gone down with a tank. And I was thinking, you know, if this was Deidre and I, you know, I might would have asked her to marry me in the room, you know, and then waited till she went in the underwater room and like dove in the water and went down there and put my butt cheeks up against the (laughs) glass. You know, that would have been me. But I would have done the proposal in person. Yeah. But you ever get a chance to put your butt cheeks against some glass, <laughs> you need to. Right? You know, it's a great, great American pastime. So um, that's how she and I differ from other people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hate it for the guy you know, and does. his family. That's terrible. It's tough. And for the young lady who had to deal with that. Imagine the
1: wide range of emotions she mm-hmm. must have felt.
0: Yeah, in a very short time. In a
1: very short
0: time. She probably chilled out in that room for a little while longer, like, oh, he'll be in a little bit. you know? Oh, no. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, he's he's going to walk through the door here any second. And then after a little while, she's like, hey, uh, Stephen? Hey, Steven Oh, no. Where are you at? You know? Like one of those, before she came up out of there and was like, hey, uh. My little guy's missing here. Oh, no. Yeah.
1: Oh, uh, man. Yeah, That's tough. That's, That's terrible.
0: Tough. This is why you shouldn't go crazy with your proposals. Just tell this to everybody once again. Just use your words. Get on your knees like a man, like men have done for hundreds of years. And propose and look her straight in the eye and do mm-hmm. it. So it'll save a life. This
1: is Earth Oddity well john did you know that you can get fined for trying to fight a grizzly bear
0: i did not know that
1: <laughs> well this man found out man fined for trying to fight grizzly bear a visitor to baniff national park is that how you say that sounds right Wanted to wrestle a grizzly, but he was lucky to make it out unscathed, says
0: expert. Oh, so he went with the purpose and intent of wrestling a grizzly. Apparently. Okay.
1: Now, this is from Backpacker Magazine, and it says, Here at Backpacker, we've covered a handful of incidents of bears mauling humans. But a human trying to attack a bear, that's a first. A case involving a man taunting a grizzly bear in Banff National Park in 2015 finally came to trial last week after the defendant missed two previous court dates.
0: Oh, okay. I
1: guess he was out trying to
0: fight (laughs) some other
1: bear. I don't know. The judge fined Devin Mitzwing. Who was seen yelling and throwing rocks at a grizzly beside the park road, four thousand Canadian dollars. According to witnesses, Mitswing and a companion pulled over beside the Ice Fields Parkway and began shouting at the young grizzly on june fifteenth, twenty fifteen. Photographs of the incident show the distance between him and the bear to be no more than a handful of yards. Then he removed his shirt and assumed a boxing stance, oh, yeah. taunting the bear midswing who police said was intoxicated, imagine, imagine that, that. Yeah. <laughs> eventually began to run at the bear, which fled into the woods. I wonder if he was Naruto running. I don't know. It's wild the bear ran, though. I <laughs> know. Yeah, I mean, I guess that bear was like, oh, something is wrong with yeah. this guy. <laughs> hey, this dude's crazy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That
0: meat's going to be spoiled.
1: (laughs) This falls into the category of stupid human tricks where people out of sync with nature put themselves and wildlife at risk for a coveted selfie or photo with a bear, said bear biologist Tom Smith. According to Smith, who has studied human-bear interactions for over two decades, didn't know that was an area of study.
0: Yeah, me either.
1: But anyway, such an incident could lead to the person becoming seriously injured and the bear being killed as a result. Or if not killed, the bear may repeat this behavior with other unsuspecting persons who simply pulled over to take a photo and now suffer the indiscretions of others. So I guess this could be like, a, hey, human tastes pretty good. Yeah,
0: right. Yeah. And now here's another human. I'm going to get myself a a taste. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, you can't let them taste human blood. Everybody knows that.
1: Money from Mitswing's $4,000 fine will go toward Canada's Environmental Damages Fund, which fund conservation and environmental restoration projects. Although the bear didn't pay him any attention, fortunately the judge did, and he threw the book at this shirtless ninja, said Smith. (laughs) Not sure what I can say other than score bear one, human zero.
0: Okay. But have, have we considered that maybe he was trying to become the greatest college football <laughs> coach of all time, like Bear Bryant? Yeah. has anybody did they question him about that? <laughs> Nothing oh, I'm aware of well, we got a little background music. <laughs> sorry about that <laughs> that's how Bear Bryant got his nickname. He wrestled a bear. And, you know,
1: and won did he win
0: i I don't think. Know. I think he did. That part of the story is usually left out. He ain't but... never been nothing but a winner, Tiny. <laughs> well, that's true. That's all you need to know. <laughs> he definitely won, all right? And then went on to win six national championships at the University of Alabama.
1: I tell you what, 4000 Canadian dollars, I would say he got off easy.
0: Yeah, I would know? think so, too. He could have died. <laughs> he could <laughs> yeah. have. I mean, real fast. Those grizzly bears are not to be messed with.
1: I don't want to fight a bear unless I have to.
0: Yeah, right. I... What would it
1: take for you to fight a bear? Like well, I think like one of my one would kids would have, yeah. have to be in the jaws of the right. bear, yeah. Well, for me to attack,
0: it. yeah. If one was trying to attack my kid, Medea mm-hmm. probably she I let her go, you know. <laughs> but the kids, they're young, you know. I'm kidding. I'd fight for my wife too. Yeah, uh, that's probably all I would do. I mean, that'd be about the only thing. Or you know, like another person. I mm-hmm. couldn't watch a bear attacking. It depends on the person, but most people, <laughs> I couldn't watch a bear attack on. And not jump in and help. You know? Right. But it's going to take a lot, you know. <laughs> yeah. bears are rough, you know. Even, the like, the ones in the Smokies.
1: I tell you what, though, I'm not going to jump in barehanded.
0: You no, know? I pick up a stick or something at least. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, it all it depends on what you got around. Some people are strapped at all times. I've got I, a pocket knife. Yeah. <laughs> I'm strapped with a pocket knife. I'll stab it right in the jugular. <laughs> the what? The jugular. <laughs> gotcha. <You know? laughs> Isn't that what it's called? Yeah. I, I don't know. I, it'd be tough. Yeah. You couldn't let it kill your family no. without putting up a fight. But dying at the hands of an animal is one of the my least w- ways I want to die, you know? Because it doesn't – it'll just eat you alive.
1: Well, you've mentioned before that you want he killed the bear that killed him on your headstone.
0: Right, I do. But you don't
1: want it to be true. You just want it to be on there. I just
0: want it to be on there. Because in 50 years, it's not going to matter. Nobody's going to really remember, (laughs) you know? I mean, there's
1: only going to be probably like one or two people that read that anyway. But those one or two people are going to be like, oh,
0: wow. Yeah, this dude sounds like he was (laughs) – That was a man's man right there, <laughs> I really died of like a heart attack because I have a horrible diet and everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's move on. This comes to us from the advocate, okay the advocate dot com and it says in a wild encounter, a woman bites testicles of tiger truck stop camel to escape. what golly that's a wild <laughs> that's a wild headline.
1: I'm trying to figure out how that even works.
0: Well, you're about to find out, okay. A bizarre encounter unfolded at the Tiger truck stop in Gross Tate last week. Or Gross Tate. I'm sorry. I said it wrong. <laughs> last week. Not
1: Gross Taint,
0: right? <laughs> no. Uh, when a Florida truck driver and her husband crawled into a camel's enclosure at the truck stop, and the camel sat on the woman who used her teeth to bite the camel's <laughs> testicles to escape. All right, just so we're all on the same page here, because that was a lot of information. All right, Gross Tate's about half an hour outside of Baton Rouge. <laughs> What's really the here. name of
1: the place again? Gross Tate. I got you. is <laughs> about
0: half an hour outside of Baton Rouge. Okay. It's called the Tiger Truck Stop. They used to have a tiger at this truck stop. Uh-huh. tiger has since passed away. Now they got a camel, all right, because... I don't know if they're going to rebrand to the camel truck stop. <laughs> like, they
1: didn't have the money to spend on like new yeah, signs. get a new sign. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, a, a truck driver from Florida, of course, and his wife <laughs> crawled into the camel enclosure at the truck stop, which is wild just to say that much. The camel excl- enclosure at the truck stop, and the camel sat on the woman <laughs> who then used her teeth to bite the camel's testicles to escape. <laughs> i bet i imagine it worked yeah (laughs) according to the parish sheriff's office the woman's husband threw doggy treats under casper the camel's fence which is about six feet high surveillance video and interviews with witnesses showed uh the couple's dog who is hard of hearing crawling into the pen to retrieve the treats and began interacting with the camel the woman then crawled in to recover her pet, and her husband followed behind. The camel sat on the woman and she used her teeth to ward off the animal the to ward off the animal a male dromedary. She said I bit his balls to get him off of me. I bit his testicles <laughs> to get him off of me, Ivorville Parish Deputy Lewis Hamilton junior said. <laughs> The truck stop, located about 20 minutes outside of Baton Rouge, keeps a camel named Casper and, for many years, controversially kept a tiger for visitors on site to see. Traveling with her husband, the woman stopped at the truck stop and let her dog out to use the bathroom. The truck stop was not found liable for any injuries as the camel was properly enclosed and warning signs instructed visitors not to enter the pen. Hmm. The camel has never been aggressive The camel has never gotten out and never caused any issues. In fact, the husband and wife stated before that we've been here before and we've never had any problems, Hamilton, who was the deputy said. What day
1: did this happen?
0: This happened. This was updated at 1258 of today. Okay. So probably yesterday, I would imagine.
1: I thought Uh it might have been hump day. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> That's good. That was a good one. Imagine, said that the dog and the camel were interacting. Yeah. That camel's like, hey, hey dog, what day is today? You know what day is today is?
0: Now, the truck stop didn't do anything wrong. They had their camel put up like it was supposed to be. But the couple were both cited for lease law, leash law violation and criminal trespassing.
1: Okay, it makes perfect
0: sense in Louisiana, the law states that no person shall permit any dog in his or her possession to run at large on any unenclosed land or trespass upon any enclosed or unenclosed lands of another hmm. so um they got she not only got saddled on by a camel <laughs> but now they got a ticket too uh it, the the thing rounds out here says uh. The Gross Tate Truck Stop has been fending off what, what? What truck stop? Gross Tate. Okay. All right. Has been spending off uh, animal rights activists for years who wanted the tiger removed from his property. The tiger died last year after 17 years living in captivity. The truck stop also keeps a uh, whoa. What's that? Coati, a member of the raccoon family, on site. Okay. Uh, the deputy said he was baffled by the entire incident and the behavior of the couple. My only cu- question to her husband was, why did you throw the doggy treat under the fence? And he explained, he just said he wasn't thinking. <laughs> 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 He's just trying to get that dog in there with him to get a picture. I guarantee that's oh, what it man. was. Hey, honey, I'm going to throw his treat in there. You take a picture, a little gem or whatever the dog's name is. Mm. And then it wouldn't come out. And... uh who knows what the camel was doing, Could been trying to step on him or or whatever. Camels aren't know. the nicest, I don't think. Are they not? I don't know. I don't know. think so. And next thing you know, he sits on that <laughs> lady's head. Like, what are you doing? Like, well, <laughs> you bite his balls. I bet you he got up real quick, though. Don't you think? <laughs> I,
1: uh, I do not envy that camel. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no.
1: No. Also... Don't know if I would have what it takes to escape that situation. i just be like, I'm a goner.
0: I'm a goner. I'm a goner. This is how he killed the camel that killed him. Yeah. I'm a goner.
1: <laughs> he died on hump day.
0: <laughs> it's just a whole wild thing all around. The fact that we have a camel at a truck stop, number one, is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But, They've tried people have tried to sue this truck stop over the years back when they had the tiger, yeah, and they have all the proper permits and stuff, so there's nothing anybody can do,
1: and I bet that truck stop sells a ton of cigarettes, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, you know it does, <laughs> you know it does camels, <laughs> yeah, the fact that it's not named Joe Camel is pretty amazing too, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: anyway, you know what i might I might should have talked about this next story here back when we were talking about Antonio Brown because okay. it's slightly related not to oh, Antonio yeah. Brown but there was a man who was charged in Scotland for repeatedly farting Oh okay and I was unaware that you could be charged for that but Ooh. apparently you can So
0: wonder I'm out of jail <laughs> it
1: says, A man in Scotland has been ordered to perform 75 hours of community service after intentionally intentionally John intentionally. passing gas as police officers conducted a body cavity search. Wow.
0: Okay. <laughs> I mean,
1: if I was the defendant in this case, I might say, well, you're the one who went looking. That's right. Maybe you shouldn't be so upset yeah. about what you found. Sorry.
0: i had a load of guns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a few in the chamber there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Police responded to a vehicle collision on the Lane Schoch in Aberdeen. Noticed Stuart Cook, 28, speaking to the driver of another car. After observing a a strong marijuana odor emanating from Cook, officers searched him in his vehicle, finding a small amount of cannabis. According to the Evening Express, police cuffed Cook, who immediately began to scream and act aggressively. He was brought to the police station in Kitty Brewster, where he was booked and strip searched. During the procedure, officers claimed that Cook passed wind intentionally multiple times. (laughs) (laughs) Just get you some of that. Intentionally. (laughs) Intentionally. Okay. Cook deliberately farted in the direction of the officer three times, stating, how do you like that? (laughs) (laughs) Reported Prosecutor Lucy Simpson. His defense attorney, Laura Gracie, downplayed the incident, telling the court Cook had been smoking a cannabis joint at the time and he felt police overreacted in the way they dealt with him.
0: Sounds like it.
1: He became increasingly upset with them and he acted in the manner libeled. Okay. Cook pled guilty to possession of cannabis and to behaving in a threatening or abusive manner. (laughs) He was admonished without penalty for the drug charge. This isn't the first time police have brought charges for breaking wind. Oh, did I know that? In 2008, 34-year-old Jose Cruz was pulled over in West Virginia for driving without his headlights on. Cruz failed a multiple field sobriety test, and he was taken to the police station to sleep it off. While there, a criminal complaint alleged that he deliberately passed gas and made a waving motion toward the police officer (laughs) in an attempt to distribute the smell towards him.
0: That's a classic move. That's a classic move.
1: The gas, quote, The gas was very odorous and created contact of an insulting or provoking nature, the complaint stated.
0: Now you're telling me Jose Cruz has some some stinking gas. I don't believe that.
1: (laughs) Recommending a battery charge be filed, The Kanawha County Prosecutor's Office ultimately dropped the matter. Okay. And then, of course, it also mentioned the story that we had here several several weeks back about the guy who was hiding from cops. Yes. And his fart
0: gave him away. Yes. (laughs) Yes. That's true. So... Oh, that's wild. I didn't know you could get charged for that. Yeah, I no. think if I was the guy, I'd have been like the other officer was pulling my finger. <laughs> yeah.
1: well, I mean, the whole thing is, is that this was during a strip search, yeah. so you know.
0: Which I've gotten Libby so much on pull my finger now <laughs> that like she will tell her friends like don't <laughs> don't pull his finger. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty great. <laughs> All right. Well, look, I got a few stories here, and I'm just going to let you choose. All okay. Right? Um, do you want to do Massive Semen Explosion? <laughs> <laughs> I or, do, I? <laughs> <laughs> Or Bridget the Midget? It's <laughs> your oh, choice man. here.
1: Let's see. Uh, Man, I'm going to take Massive Semen
0: Explosion. Okay. All right. Sorry, Bridget the Midget <laughs> and all of the Bridget the Midget fans out there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll not be covering her this week. Maybe next week, though. If, your boy,
1: if you're her boyfriend, maybe get some chaps.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Better be glad she didn't jump. She could have really hurt you. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Um, massive semen explosion after a blaze hits Bull Artificial Insemination Facility. Firefighters were forced to dodge projectiles.
1: Oh, oh no. <laughs> Bring an umbrella.
0: <laughs> a huge fire... <laughs> At a cattle breeding facility, we called those the five ewes when I was in college, but whatever. (laughs) Um, In Australia, has caused thousands of dollars in damage after at least 100 cylinders containing bull semen were destroyed. (laughs) Emergency services were called to the blaze in the early hours at Yarram Herd Services in Gippsland, Victoria. According to ABC, it took 10 fire crews more than two hours to fully extinguish the fire after it broke out around 3 a.m. local time.
1: I had no idea semen was so flammable.
0: <laughs> Apparently it is. <laughs> I don't know. Tastes funny. That's all I know. <laughs> a spokesman for the County Fire Authority told Daily Mail Australia that the fire had completely shredded the building. County Fire Authority gypsum commander Chris, oh, you're going to love this last name, Lo Shin Cole said the crew had to be wary of projectiles coming at them while they tackled the blaze. Oh, no. The liquid inside the cylinders was rapidly expanding, and essentially the liquids of the cryogenic con- cylinders were just popping off the top, and projectiles were being thrown from the building, he said. Dang. So firefighters... Went into a defensive mode initially to protect themselves because they were also LPG kit cylinders. That's propane, right? And <laughs> then what LPG is? I don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's propane. Okay. And propane accessories at the neighboring <laughs> property, and they did a magnificent job. Uh, Low In- Lo Shin Cole said. He also added. Um, that he has never had anything to do with the artificial insemination side of things before during his <laughs> career. Well, he must not needed money in college. <laughs> Yaram herd services committee vice chairman Aaron Thomas said the loss of one hundred cryogenic cylinders of cattle semen will be a huge blow for the farmers. The c- actual cylinders are worth between five hundred, um dollar australian dollars which is about 342 dollars and a thousand per unit but the semen inside them varies in price okay makes sense right
1: yeah like if you want ferdinand's then it's going to be more yes then if you you just want your standard bull right yeah right yeah
0: just just like humans some of us are better (laughs) breeders than others right um we're coming into the AI season. That's artificial insemination, not artificial <laughs> intelligence season. So there would be there would have been a substantial amount of semen. There's a season for that. Oh, yeah. I
1: had no idea. Yeah.
0: There's always – got to get them in the mood. Well, I thought it was, thought yeah. it was artificial. It was any season. Well, I mean, any time was
1: artificial insemination time.
0: <laughs> um, So there would have been some substantial amounts of semen inside the tanks that we've lost. Um, which was owned by our local farmers, and it can range in value from $5 per straw to $95 per straw. Thomas said the (laughs) farmers have also lost a lot of equipment as a result of the fire. So this is significant damage, and it's going to have a flow-on effect on Yarram, especially after the drought that Yarram District has experienced over the last 12 months. Um. It mentioned equipment. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, what kind of equipment do you think they use? Well, I mean, I guess what I'm really asking is, how do they collect the uh, the bull semen? Well,
0: very carefully.
1: <laughs> I mean, do they use machinery to do that? And um, can you get that on Amazon?
0: <laughs> possibly nothing but five-star reviews now, i'm 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 100 percent. i don't know about bulls but i know about horses okay okay the horses they got like a table they get the horse to get up kind of mounted on it and they basically crank it down <laughs> until it's done you know and then they save that all right okay i don't know if bulls are the same but I would imagine it's got to be close to the same process, right. right? And I don't know if it's all hand done or not, but probably hand done. I would think
1: they don't use one of those flashlight things.
0: <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Tiny. Never heard of it. Flashlight? <laughs> explain, explain that to me. What do you mean?
1: There's a dude I work with. Apparently, they make a flashlight for that.
0: <laughs> I
1: don't. Don't know. Why. Don't know. Why you would. I don't understand why. I mean, I mean, if you're in the dark, it's not like you really need to see anything,
0: do you? Uh, with a bull, you don't want to grab the wrong thing. i would say that much. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I guess you just get in there and take the bull by the horns and get it done, right? I don't know. I don't either. But uh. I think essentially, um, if it's like you know thoroughbreds, that's pretty much they basically. They basically, you know, it's like a, a little a romantic interlude with a partner. And uh,
1: welcome to planet Earth, y'all. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then they sell that to other people and they do the same thing for bulls. I can't remember the type of cattle. They have like a really expensive type of cattle down in Australia. It's like, it starts with a W. I can't remember the name of it. And I bet Is you it's Wushu. From- <laughs> I know it's Wushu beef. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Maybe. I can't remember. I thought it was like Waygrew or something, but I could be wrong. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, but, you know, I'm sure those people sell that all over the world, and they've lost out on a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. A lot of firemen had to go home and take a shower that night. <laughs> yeah. And agree to
1: swear a blood pact and never discuss it that's again. Right.
0: That's exactly right. They're like, hey, Tiny, you didn't have your face shield down. <laughs> you got a little bit on you here. Let me and now, wipe that off.
1: And now there's going to be a lot of bulls that are going to be putting in some overtime. Oh, yeah.
0: That's right. Yeah, better rest up, bulls. It's going to be rough for you for a few weeks. Got to build our stock back up. You know? I don't know how often you can do that with a bull. I don't either. Imagine if it's like a 13-year-old bull probably a few times a day. You know? Probably at least four or five times a day. Yeah. Whatever the 13 is in bulls. Years. oh man yeah well <laughs> next story here i'm curious about this flashlight you were talking about i'm gonna have to look into that just see what that's about
1: anyway colorado city ends its topless ban after spending 300 grand defending it in court
0: i said earlier colorado's turning into one of the most fun places to live in the entire country
1: <laughs> yeah yeah, maybe, I don't know, maybe not someplace you want to raise your kids, but yeah. if you happen to be a kid, pretty awesome place to grow up.
0: If you're a 13-year-old boy, <laughs> it's great, yeah.
1: Fort Collins, Colorado, formally removed a public ordinance that banned women from going topless in public in a win for the, you know, free the, can I say nipple, free the nipple I, movement? Yeah,
0: that's a anatomical.
1: It's a movement. yeah. Anyway.
0: So I've seen some of them move. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> the city decided that after spending more than $300,000 defending the ordinance in court against two women who sued for discrimination that it wasn't worth the cost, NBC News reported. The money was just better spent on other city priorities, a Fort Collins government spokesperson said. Okay. The Tenth Circuit Court of Appeals ruled in February that the law discriminated against women, writing that it reinforced negative stereotypes depicting women's breasts, but not men's breasts, as sex objects. True. The court rejected the idea that removing the ban would lead to women parading in front of elementary schools or swimming topless in the public swimming pool, okay. according to NBC. The Tenth Circuit acknowledged that they're in the minority, as most states have rejected such legal challenges. The Colorado ruling makes female toplessness legal in six states, including Colorado, Kansas, New Mexico, Oklahoma, Utah, and Wyoming.
0: Mm, a little disappointing in that list of states. <laughs> None of them have a beach or anything there, you know? Yeah.
1: Later this year, the U.S. Supreme Court will decide whether to hear a challenge to a topless ban in New Hampshire, NBC reported. Wow. So, man, I mean...
0: I mean, here's the thing. All right. We all know that the women we would like to see go around topless are not going to be the women going around (laughs) topless. Right? I mean, we all... Everybody understands that, right?
1: Well, is there a woman that... You don't want to see Topless?
0: <laughs> yeah, there are a few. Have you been to Walmart? You know, there are a few that you're just like, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah, but the curiosity, you might nah, want to. <laughs> nah, nah. I don't need to see everybody's. I know there's a philosophy that, you know, if you've seen one, you want to see them all. But I, I don't necessarily need to because I've stumbled onto some things on the Internet before, and I'm just like, nah, nah this is a bad turn, you know? Like, I've learned my lesson in that regard. (laughs) Yeah. 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 You don't want the bad ones ruining it for the good ones.
1: (laughs) Well, some might argue that the bad ones make the good ones look all the more good.
0: (laughs) Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. I'll say that much. You know? Yeah. They're not here to shame anybody's body. No. Like, hey, be proud of what you got. That's fine. Just know. Just like I know. I'm fat, I don't walk around without a shirt. Yes. Yeah. As a common courtesy. I was to just else. fixing a point out. Maybe what they should do
1: is just ban toplessness for both sexes. Yeah. Right. Instead yeah. of moving in one direction, let's <laughs> yes. go the other way. Right, yeah. Sorry yeah. Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> yeah. Put a shirt on. That's it. right. You're
0: grossing all of us out, buddy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that chanting datum, but you're <laughs> there are kids walking around looking at you. So exactly. Put a shirt on. God, be a decent exactly. human. Exactly. Yeah. Be more like me and Tiny. You know, <laughs> yeah. we care about other people. We care about the youth,
1: and also, I, I mean, I, I can't. I don't know with the future, but I feel like once they do away with the uh, the topless ban, the next thing, well, then they're going to go around pointing out how men shouldn't be staring. Yeah, you know, right. that's yeah. going to be the next step.
0: Right. Yeah. I'm like, well, hey, look, you, you
1: put <laughs> us in a bind here. You can't have your cake <laughs> and eat it too. Right. Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you put us in a bind here with this, you know. <laughs> I'm trying my best, but I can't. My eyes just keep going there, you know.
1: <laughs> Time huh? to open up a sunglass hut. See, <laughs> <laughs> so you would make thousands of dollars selling sunglasses. Yeah,
0: yeah, probably, probably. But, yeah, you know, it's like when my wife, well, the other night, what was what night was it? Friday night, she went to a movie with her friends, went and watched something, I don't, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. And she got home, and we were in this very closet. And I was just like, hey, well, how was the movie and everything? she just starts taking off her shirt. And I'm like, I'm done listening, you know? <laughs> like, like, you just can't start stripping down in front of me and expecting me to be engaged in this conversation. I'm sorry. You know, like, that is just – that's a goal that's too lofty for me. I wish I was better than that, but I'm not. So, um, yeah, so anyways – Maybe a beach town. You know, You could, I could see this going on. I would say Panama City, but I've been to Panama City plenty of times. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's the best one for it to be in. But Colorado sounds excellent vacation spot. Maybe I'll take a trip out there. Got some friends from college who live out there, so...
1: It's cold in the wintertime in Colorado, so... It
0: is. You're going to have to knit some little mittens or something.
1: (laughs) I mean, it's only really going to be fun half the year.
0: (laughs) If you knitted something for your boobs, would you call them tittens? (laughs) 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 Instead of mittens, you know? What's wrong with just calling it a sweater? I guess you could put a toboggan (laughs) over each one, you know? That would work. You get a little toboggan and go on each one. (laughs) Host of them bad boys up before you go out. I got it. Yeah. I mean I personally know like my wife's well endowed, you know. No doubt about it. I admit it. I like I like big boobs and I can't lie. I always have. I don't know what it is. And I know when she gets home, the first thing she likes to do is take off her bra because it's got to be an inconvenience to wear it all the time. Uh-huh. I, I can just imagine, you know, and so I'm mean, hey, good for the ladies. Just go ahead and just be free, you know, <laughs> but just also be aware of, of who you are, you know,
1: <laughs> and and who's
0: around you. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. In a surprising Sub story Sexual assaults have Went up by 75% In Colorado You know I don't know Yeah so just be aware
1: Cause and effect It's a Yeah It's a pain Yeah
0: right I got 99 Blessings on blessings for you have Blessings uh, Blessings More money
1: more Blessings I feel blessed John, we had a uh, writing assignment last week. Yeah, we did. And we had one person write in. Okay, good. We're going to spin this into a 99 Blessings segment. All right.
0: Yay. <laughs> Yay. I need to get back on my talk about what just makes me mad in the world. Well, let's talk
1: about all the, all the reasons we have to live. Okay. All right. Look, if you wake up and you have a clue where you are, that's a super reason to live. If you show up to work and a lady in your office wants to report, quote, paranormal suspicious activity and she's dead serious and she puts it in her witness statement, that that is definitely worth living for. (laughs) However, if there is no paranormal suspicious activity box to check on the report... Then uh, she's going to try to get her IT guy on that. She says that uh, if you you have a client at a nutrition services, which is a Native American grocery store, that is mad enough to throw frozen bison and powdered eggs at an employee because they are out of hamburger meat, and then you get to use your taser, that is an excellent reason to live. I can see that. And then, finally, on a serious note, knowing that Jesus died for my sins and rose on the third day and conquered death, that is the very best reason to live. Grace, baby. (laughs) Paul says it best, for by grace are ye saved through faith. I really love that at the end of every podcast, John says that he loves us. That's right. That is one of the first things I noticed, so thanks, guys, and I love y'all, too. Kimmy Patterson. Thank you so much, uh, patrol officer Kimmy Patterson. That's
0: right. Kimmy's a great listener yes awesome yeah. listener right. thank she's, you so much she's in the listener hall of fame <laughs> yeah we got a few in there yeah yeah but uh yeah that's awesome that's a very heartwarming it is and uh
1: and i would really have liked to have seen that taser i, say, I, I wonder would, how many times she's gotten to use that taser that's got to be pretty fun i
0: don't know i would like to have a taser <laughs> you
1: know? i know i would get in trouble with I it. definitely and would. it would be bad for yeah. me
0: but yeah i kind of would yeah. too you know, um, I don't know if I've told this story before about a friend who uh, <laughs> got kicked out of the of Bama. The Florabama is, for any of our listeners, if we keep this in the show, is a uh, bar right at the Flor. MTV made a show about it. Oh, did they? They did. Oh, I didn't even know. It was right at the Florida and Alabama line. Mm-hmm. Huge bar. Um, he had had a few drinks, got kicked out, was walking back to his beach house or condo or wherever it was down the side of the road there. And he met two older gentlemen coming towards him. And he said about the time he got past them, one of them said something. he turned around and said, huh. And they jumped on him and started beating him up.
1: Dad, gone.
0: Now, my friend was in college during this time. And so he was younger and a little more fit. So he was able to hold them off for a while. But he said about the time they were about to get the best of him, they both just fell off of him. And then he got tased. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and for good measure. He immediately crapped his pants. <laughs> 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 so, I didn't know that was a side effect. Yeah. And if you know where Fort Bama is, it's a little bit of a walk to get back to civilization. You right. Know? And so the officer stands them all up, like, asking what's going on. You know, he's like, hey, I was just walking down the street. These people attack me. You know, it's two on one. I'm not trying to pick a fight with these people. And so the officer's like, all of a sudden, like, Hey, uh, did you crap your pants? And he's like, Yeah, I did. And he was like, Oh, okay. All right. We, we you know, whatever. And finishes all the questions. And they all we agree. We were going to
1: offer you a ride, but we're not now. Yeah.
0: They all agree not to press charges on each other. And that's what they told him. They're like, Well, man, we would give you a ride back, but not now. You got to walk. And so he had to walk half drunk, half beat up with crap in his pants all the way back to his condo. Yeah. So uh,
1: why did they yeah. jump on him? He'd still he still know this day. Uh, no
0: idea. He said once they, he like passed him by, you know, they were walking the opposite direction. When he passed him by, he said about two steps. One of them said something. He turned around and they just jumped on him.
1: Oof, man.
0: Who knows if they thought he was somebody else or they were trying to rob him or or what.
1: But he agreed not to press charges.
0: Yeah, because the, the cops didn't know who started it, right. so the other two guys could have pressed charges against him for assault, mm-hmm. and then, you know, and so they all just agreed, like, well, all right, this is over, we'll go our separate ways, which is, hey, that's really the way the justice systems have worked. Let's not <laughs> get all this tied up in the courts, you know? Yeah, And they would all probably had to ride the back of the Troll car with him and his crappy pants. Yeah. But I think about that. I'm like, man, what if I ever get tased and I just crap my pants? You know, like, That would be bad.
1: Don't hold it. Don't store it up. Yeah. No. Because you I, never I guess, know when you're going to get tased. Right.
0: You never know. Yeah. You want to have a clean colon whenever you can. we want to thank our sponsor world famous Cajun Curl Bayou Bunda Spice for their support check them out at CajunCurl.com on the website there you can order Cajun Curl the spice and the cutter for potatoes all on CajunCurl.com it was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana and it's a seasoning that goes on everything, if you like cooking or eating this is a spice for you cajun curl bayou blended spice goes well with chicken beef pork potatoes bull semen and anything (laughs) else you can think of putting it on the spiral potato cutter is absolutely amazing it's easy to use easy to clean and will allow you to make your own chips using the cajun curl spice if you want to turn your next cookout or event up a notch imagine whipping up a batch of homemade potato chips your next door neighbor isn't going to be able to top that And let me tell you, the homemade chips with Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice on them will change your life. For real. On the website, CajunCurl.com, you can not only order the original Bayou Blended Spice, but the chip cutter as well. And you'll find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer, or you can order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. Tell them to use our promo code when they order. (laughs) They do, yeah. Yeah, get a case in. Order it off the website, use a promo code. They're saving money, right? Right. Anyways, here locally it's available at Vowels on Skyline, um, South Spinas Meats, and Mark's Mart in Northport, and Pigly Wiggly in Northport. And possibly cash savers on Skyline, but I don't know for sure. I just know that Cajun Curl was there this Ah, weekend. I saw it on their Facebook page. Join their Facebook page if you hadn't followed them. They put all kind of cool recipes and stuff up. It's pretty awesome, too. Throw that little little social media push in there for free, (laughs) squirrel. (laughs) Uh, All of their products are made in the USA, uh, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, low salt, and it has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. All right, listen up. World-famous Cajun Curl, buy you, Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Go to CajunCurl.com, check them out, and use promo code EOP10. That's E-O-P and the number 10 to get a 10% discount.
1: Because we ask that you use the spice, we don't ask you to pay full price.
0: That's right.
1: <laughs> well, John, since my phone, for some reason, cannot connect to Apple Podcast. And you don't ever read the reviews. You want to
0: do the reviews this week? Absolutely. Absolutely. We got a couple. Okay. All right. Um, the first one is our second ever one star review. Oh, I mean, it was bound to happen, I suppose. This must be, they must be kin to whatever that guy's name was, like pork soda or whatever <laughs> big it was. Bu-
1: big Buck Down. Yeah,
0: Big Buck Down. That's right. <laughs> it's All right, so this comes to us from Coffee Time 18. Okay. Um, That's such a
1: cute username. It is. To be giving us a
0: bad review. It really is. The headline is awful. Okay. (laughs) And one star. And the body of the review just says, not great. (laughs) Well,
1: now, (laughs) is it awful or is it not great? I feel like that's a pretty big distinction, Coffee
0: Time. Come on. I just would like to extend a bounty. To, on Coffee Time 18, if we can just find him or her, would like to just discuss with them what's yes. going on. You know? I mean,
1: you could have maybe uh, give us a little bit more feedback. Right,
0: yeah. Like, hey, these rednecks are idiots, or <laughs> yeah. it sounds bad, or whatever. You yeah. Know? I don't like the material.
1: Or I love Jerry Falwell Jr. Exactly, yeah, right, you yeah. you talked bad about him. Or
0: I want my husband to... Go underwater or propose to be or whatever, yes. you know. <laughs> but so. here's
1: the thing, okay? If we have an awful podcast, then I get the one star. Yeah. But if you're going to go say it's not great, yeah, you can give a not great review two stars, yeah. right. maybe even three. Yeah, that's true. Because not gr- there's a lot of podcasts that are mediocre that right. aren't great. Yeah. That get more than one star.
0: Well, I mean. So. We can't make everybody happy. We can't. It was bound to happen. As the show grows right.
1: and as the downloads increase, yeah. we're not, like you say, we're not going to well, make I mean, everybody happy. I'll
0: be honest. i listen to our show, too. Sometimes we are not great. <laughs> That's, okay. Yeah. Let's just all be honest here. <laughs> We don't hit a home run every episode. We don't. Okay? So it's kind of like The Grateful Dead. Some of the shows are bad, but some of them are really good. So (laughs) you just got to stick with us for the experience.
1: And I would like to remind everybody that the price is right.
0: Oh, yeah. Yes, (laughs) definitely. (laughs) Well, let's move on to another episode or another rate review. review. Uh, This comes from Miles West. Okay. The title is Very Funny, and it's five stars. And it says... Very funny banter between these two guys. Great stress relief to hear these two joke about the news. Addicted. All right. Yeah. Just, I mean, I'm glad you're addicted. (laughs) Of all the things to get addicted to, our show would be a great one.
1: So, confirmed, Miles West smart, coffee time. Not great.
0: That's right. (laughs) Well, it makes it's like coffee time eighteen. It makes me think that coffee time eighteen is like an eighteen year old, (laughs) right? You know, and I'm not saying all eighteen year olds are dumb, but I was dumb (laughs) when I was eighteen, right? (laughs) I didn't understand a whole lot, you know. (laughs) And we're probably not appealing to too many eighteen year olds anyway. Probably not. Yeah, I talk about it with the college group. You know, mm-hmm. I've, I've dropped our podcast reference several times, and nobody's been like, "Oh, yeah, it's great. I listened to it." But like, so, okay, guys, that's cool. All right, that's fine.
1: Well, you know, podcast—that's uh—that's just not their generation.
0: I guess I don't know what they're into now. I don't. Pokemon cards. <laughs> probably so, a bunch of nerds. They are a bunch of nerds. Yeah. Now that I think about it, all of them are. Yeah. The ones that aren't nerds don't come on Sunday night. So.
1: And they probably listen to our show.
0: Maybe so. Yeah. I could see that. <laughs> <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> this is why I got fired from teaching Sunday school. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Now I'm back on Sunday nights. <laughs> they put me, they bumped me down to like triple A baseball, which I mean should just
1: just illustrate to everybody how hard hard up we are for Sunday school teachers. <laughs> That's true.
0: That's right. If you're in like college ministry anywhere, you're looking for a change, maybe come talk to us at CCBC. <laughs> yeah, yeah? <laughs> and I say we can pay you, but uh, you you could get some experience. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're having fun with the college group, by the way, just in case anybody really is listening, and you guys aren't (laughs) nerds, and you're much cooler than me, and thanks for laughing at my jokes. All right.
1: Well, you got anything else? I think we can wrap that one up, put a bow on it, spank it on the bottom, and send it out into the internet. We
0: do have one more review, if... But do you want to wait on it? We can wait on all it. All right. Okay. <laughs> all yeah, right. we'll we'll save it for next week. <clears throat> okay. And send us Coffee Time 18's head on a platter. All right. <laughs> yes. That's all we're asking. I'm kidding. Don't hurt anybody. And Coffee Time, if you just happen to listen to this again, I just want you to know I love you. And I can understand why you don't like us, because we're probably an acquired taste. We're like beer. Yeah or black coffee and
1: delete us off of your podcasting app because you're no. not allowed to listen to this uh, no, anymore. No,
0: no, keep us. So, <laughs> I mean, just keep us on there. So we get the downloads. All right. Let's just keep that going. That's fine.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, you have been listening to earth oddity podcast and we thank you so much for listening to us. No matter where you get us, whether you get us from Apple podcast, Google podcast, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, we're yeah, on them all everywhere. If you would like to write into the show, you can write into us. We are at planetmail.net. If you would like to tweet at us, you can tweet at us at underscore Oddity.
0: You can try to find me on
1: Twitter. (laughs) You can try to find John, but you will fail. That's right. (laughs) Only two people have, and Tiny. So
0: three people.
1: (laughs) And if you like to look at pictures, sometimes we post pictures. They're underscore earthoddity on Instagram. That's right. And if all that fails, now you never would... But you could call. Yeah. We have a phone number. What's we that do? phone number?
0: It's 662-493-2059. We'll say it again for coffee time. I would like to have them call in. <laughs> 662-493-2059. We hope
1: everyone out there has an excellent week, except for coffee time.
0: We hope you have <laughs> a terrible week. your week's bad. <laughs> hope it's like my weeks.
1: <laughs> but everybody else, we yeah. hope you have a good week. Yeah. Earth Oddity for the French Radio Network signing off.
0: Love y'all. Bye. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening.